Hello and welcome to the latest in our Lent Reflections based around the resource Worship in the Wilderness by Sarah and Sam Hargreaves of Engage Worship. The 17th century philosopher Blaise Pascal once wrote that all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. Yesterday in our main church service, Ruth spoke about five minutes peace. And for some of you, that might sound like bliss. But research from the University of Virginia questions how many of us would truly want it. A team of social psychologists recruited hundreds of people for an experiment. They were put in a sparsely furnished rooms. They put away all their possessions, such as mobile phones, pens and so on. And they were given one of two tests, lasting from between six minutes to 15 minutes. Some were told they could think about whatever they wanted. Others were offered a list of things and asked to pick one of those things to think about for the period of time. About half the participants in both groups reported they didn't enjoy the experiment. Researchers thought it might be the unfamiliar surroundings, so they repeated the experiment, allowing people to do it at home. But they still didn't like it. And they actually just found that many people just gave in to the distractions around them. And then they took things a stage further. They left participants alone in a room with a button, which, if pressed, would administer an electric shock. All participants got to experience a shock beforehand. They agreed it was unpleasant and they would even offer to pay back some of their fee for the experiment if they could avoid it. And yet, left alone in a room, with nothing but their thoughts, two-thirds of the men and one-quarter of the women chose to press that button at least once. One participant pressed the button 190 times in 15 minutes. That's more than once every five seconds. Some people would effectively rather torture themselves than sit in a room in silence. How good are we with silence? I suppose ours is, is a tradition which has not made you know it. Focus of our worship is music, preached words, spoken prayers. Yeah, we talk about prayer as a conversation or a dialogue with God. But there's often not that much space in which someone is not speaking in our prayer meetings. I remember meetings when I was younger and we would pass a Bible around a room. And when it reached you, it would be your turn to be invited to pray. And I confess that often as the Bible was being passed around, I wasn't really listening to other people's prayers. I was so nervous about speaking aloud. I was working out what I was going to say. 
There's a story in the Old Testament about a prophet called Elijah. He's going, he's been going and going and going. He's, and to be honest, he's a bit burnt out. He's taken to a place called Horeb. And another name for this place is Sinai, which was where Israel met with God and God gave them the Ten Commandments. Elijah's sheltering in a cave and God says, go out and stand on the mountain because God's about to pass by. Well, you would, wouldn't you? And a great wind blew up, smashing rocks, tossing everything around. And Elijah, I imagine, strained really hard, thinking, ah, this must be God. But he couldn't find God in it because God wasn't there. Next, the earth began to tremble. There was a big violent earthquake. And again, Elijah looked for God. But he couldn't find him. Because he wasn't there. And then there was a great fire. Surely this time, thought Elijah. But nope. Not there. And then there was a still, small voice or as one translation has it the sound of sheer silence and within that silence Elijah encounters God and is recommissioned Might it be that we long to hear from God, but we're looking in the wrong places? How seriously can we say we are looking for God if we avoid silence? Oh yeah, I too enjoy a conference or times together. I too have been uplifted in singing, prayer and so on. And yeah, often I find the way that God speaks most to me is through other people. One of the most common ways is through noticing the idea, same idea or the same phrase cropping up in numerous places over the course of a couple of days or even just one day. And I start to wonder, is God trying to get my attention? But more often than not, it's in silence that I create God to that I, that I create the space for God to speak. Not bringing God my agenda, but simply allowing silence. To do its work. I do try to build silence into my day and I've noticed that when I do it I'm actually more open to hearing God in all the other places too not just in the silence. So this week in our reflections we're going to allow a minute's silence towards the end of each reflection. Don't try to fill it with noise. Simply try to still yourself down. If thoughts wander through the, your mind, 
and they will. Just let them pass. I often say it's a bit like the traffic on the road outside. Just allow the car to go past. Resist the urge to skip this bit thinking, ah, Andrew's finished for the day then. Allow the minute's silence to do its work. And if you can, build up to the kind of five minutes alone with God. No agenda that Ruth spoke about yesterday. Give it time. Trust me. It will enrich your life. Grace and peace to you. May God go with you today. Amen.